Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Poppy and Holman Sports Lab. I am Poppy. And I am Holman. On this podcast, we'll be discussing sports and whatever else just comes to mind. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate y'all being here, and we hope you're ready to have a good time with us. Let's get it. How are you doing? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing good. How you doing today? I'm all right. Hanging in there. Drinking my stale-ass water. Ooh. A little Carroll County special? Um, I hope. I don't know where else it would be from, but I can hope. Well, you have it in a Fiji water bottle, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming you drank all of that, and then you were at work, and you needed some more some more agua, so you went with uh, just the calcium-loaded Carroll <laughs> County water. Yeah, I, that's like my third helping of calcium water i like burned through all that it's it's like the big fiji water for those of you who can't see which is everybody <laughs> um <laughs> glad we went through that yep just glad to clear that up it's the it's it's like the big big bottle of water that you get at like it's a liter is it yeah so they're right there i'll be darn. i can read i can't <laughs> Shout out Carroll County Education System. Yee! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we should <clears throat> do that. The fuck do I care? Nah, you're right. We graduated. I mean, I went to your high school. Your high school is in the middle of a fucking cornfield. It was in the middle of cornfields. Shout out Cornfield High. Shout out Cornfield High. That was the nickname. Hey, we um we were good at some things sometimes. Such as what? Uh, jeez, Louise, our uh, our girls' volleyball team was very, very good. Okay. Um, I think they won states once or twice while we were there, and I think they made states at least three times while I was there. Really? Yeah, our girls' volleyball team was was top tier. That's what's up. Yeah. Um, our men's basketball team, um, we had a couple years where we were pretty good. Yeah, that was like that was like. Or at least that was the big thing I paid attention to when I was in high school. Yeah. Um we were never we were never great at football. Um and I don't think it was a lack of talent on the team. Yeah, I think it was like a like a coaching thing. Yeah. And like dude, I can't I couldn't imagine trying to coach high school kids. It's gotta be tough as hell. So it's it's gotta be really tough to coach high school kids and if memory serves me correctly, didn't you guys run like a triple option? We ran, yeah, we ran the wing T year in, year out. This is 1942? 1947. <laughs> you, play yeah. fo- you play football back in the day, auntie? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Drewski. Shout out Drewski, man. That dude, he's got jokes. He's a trip. He's, he's a, a damn trip. He's so funny. He is a damn trip. All right, well, let's hop into uh, let's hop into the NBA here, a little NBA talk. Man, LeBron's on a tear. Yeah, he must have heard, he must have heard us talking shit about him a few weeks back. We weren't really talking shit, but I mean, we kind of questioned whether or not Father Time had caught up to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do have a listen in an undisclosed area of Ohio, so I'm not saying that it's LeBron, but I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying we have a chance, but I'm not saying we don't have a chance. I know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, there's a shot. Although I think it's 
incredibly unlikely that it's LeBron James. I think it is too. Did you did you hashtag LeBron James in any of our last episodes? Uh, I did not, but I did hashtag Mark Cuban on our TikTok, and I posted Ooh. that clip from last episode. Shout out Mark Cuban. Made it to H Town, not Dallas though. We did make it to H Town. Getting close, man. Hey, shout out to whoever's listening to H Town. Yeah, shout out. Sh- yeah, shout out H Town. I never been there. I haven't been west of West Virginia, so I ain't traveled too much. But... I've been to New Orleans once. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk about that trip. That was a bachelor party trip. Yes, sir. We can't talk about that one. What happens in Nola stays in Nola. You know, speaking of Dallas, um, did you? S- I know we we're about to talk about. Um, we started to. Yeah, about LeBron. But did you see the statue that Dirk's getting? I didn't see he's getting a statue. I saw that they uh, hung his jersey up. Yeah, so Mark Cuban announced that he's going to build a statue for Dirk Nowitzki um, that same night. That's well-deserved. It's, it's pretty sick. It's his like signature fader off one foot. Yeah, with his knee up. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's well-deserved. Yeah, it's pretty sick. I mean, I, it, it, it was inevitable. Same thing with Dwayne Wade down in Miami. He's going to get a statue also. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just it was inevitable, inevitable. Speaking of teammates of Dwayne Wade, back to... Um, LeBron James. Back to the topic. Yeah. I'm not going to go there. No, you wanted to. I, I could, oh, uh, I could yeah, see I the wheels turning. I wanted to. Shout out J. Cole. Shout out J. Cole. Um, last 10 games, LeBron James, 32.7 points a game, so 33 points, um, 10 boards, and 6 assists to go along with 2 blocks, 2 steals. So he's just, I mean, he's just, he's just firing all cylinders right now. Monster. Shooting 55% from the field. 39 from three, mm. 78 from the stripe, which is 5% higher than his career average. Yeah, he's never been a great free throw shooter. It's never been the strength of his game. He's got, oh, he checks off every other box though, so I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it's, it, we, we say it's never been the strength of LeBron, of LeBron James, but if you give him, if you give him 100 shots at the free throw line, he's making 75 of them. Pretty damn good. It's better than what I can do. That's probably better than what I can do. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually pretty good from the from the stripe. Yeah, you're a good hooper. I'll give, I'll give you that. I I can shoot. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I know it at five nine, <laughs> one hundred and eighty pounds, and I'm keeping my little ass out of the lane. So I I purposefully have worked on my craft as has Steph Curry from beyond <laughs> beyond. The, uh, dude, the key there. Dude, you're the same height as Spud Webb. Spud Webb won, won a uh, dunk competition. Dunk contest. Yeah. Um, of course, I think his calves were also the size of your like neck. Yeah. I have the um, the vertical jump as a, uh, as, as a stick falling out of a 35-foot tree. It just hits the ground and stops. It, it doesn't bounce. It doesn't go anywhere. I have no bounce whatsoever. Are you like stick straight up in the ground? Yeah, I can barely touch falling the net. Right, I can barely right, touch the net. Falling right in the mud? Yeah. <laughs> I can barely touch the net. Dude, if it makes you feel any better, I have like the reaction time of like a dead cat. Mm. Yeah. Dude, you ask anybody. I have like, like Poppy back in the day, I had like shit reaction time. <laughs> they clown me all the time about it. Yeah, but you put on a, you put on a little clinic at your basketball camp you went to when you were younger. Uh, that was like, that was because like the tallest kid that I'm, I'm like, I th- I'd like say I'm like six foot, six one, something like that. I think the tallest, I think the, tall, I think the tallest kid that was guarding me was like five eight. Mm. Yeah. Like. You just posted up. Yeah. Just, just eight in the post all game. But a little clinic. All right. Rolling back around. LeBron's been on a tear. Yep. Um, 
dude's been absolutely balling. Um, I think if I remember correctly, I was looking on ESPN, he would be either leading the league in scoring or second in scoring behind, I think, Kevin Durant. Hmm. But he has not played um, the qualifying number of games. Like, I think it's 70% of a team's games you have to play in um, to qualify. Which is wild because he's played 27 of 39 games. Yeah. I'm not great at math, but I think that's... If that's if that's not seventy five percent, he's darn close. He yeah, he's seventy percent, whatever whatever the number is. Yeah, he's gotta be he's gotta be flirting with it. And as the season goes on, obviously he'll come around to that. Of course. And then uh and then we'll see him he'll he'll take the take the jump there. But yeah, I think he's he's either leading the league in scoring or he's second. Either way, in year what is this, nineteen now? Something like that, yeah. Oh three got drafted. Yeah. Eighteen. Eighteen. Year eighteen, whatever he's in. Dude yeah. is just still straight. Hooping. Yeah, he's just on another. He's just he's he's on another level, man. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, we've. T- I think this is like the second straight week that we, or second time in three weeks that we've touched on this. Um, but he's the greatest player I've ever seen. Yeah, like ha- like hands down. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it, it's not close. Yeah, he spends like what it came out a couple years ago. He spends like a million dollars or so a year to keep his bot to keep his body in top. In top form, yeah, that's like yeah. hiring like chefs and cooks and nutritionists uh-huh. and everything like that. The like, whole, uh, yeah, the whole nine yards. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It 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 just just absolutely blows my mind. Another thing, I think on his career, I'm not looking at I'm not looking at his um at his profile anymore. But I think on his career, LeBron James averages twenty eight points, seven boards, and seven assists. You know, he's never finished a game with that exact stat line. Twenty eight, seven, seven. Never. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was crazy. Uh, the, like the first, like the first time that I saw it, I'm like, no way, that's fucking real. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, it's just, just beyond me. That's wild. Well, speaking of him, he is fifth in the All Star Game voting mm-hmm. of all players. Um, he is leading the Western Conference in the front court, um, by almost. Four hundred thousand votes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's he's a slam dunk. Le- Le- LeBron James is going to be a slam dunk to make the All Star game every single year of his career. Yeah, I agree. Un- un- unless something prevents him from playing in that game, he'll be front and center. Yeah, yep. I mean, he'll. I think Kobe has the most All Star game appearances. I think he. I think Kobe went to the All Star game twenty times. LeBron will pass that. Yeah, I agree. Actually, missed, but he is fourth. Um, Steph, Cur- Steph Curry is first, Kevin Durant is second, Giannis Antetokounmpo is third, and LeBron James is fourth. You did a good job with Giannis's last name. Yeah. Yeah. Antetokounmpo? Yeah. I mean, I've butchered last names worse than that on this podcast. You You yeah. have. And you didn't you didn't you didn't butcher that last you didn't butcher his last name at all. Well, appreciate that little shout out there. Yeah, I got you. I don't I don't try to pronounce his name. I fumble my words too often. Like 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 I talk like I'm constantly drunk. Like That's I, rad. Like I like, dude. I like I slur my words so much. I just talk so damn fast. You do. Sometimes you just gotta simmer down, brother. I just can't. It's all this fucking crack I smoke. I shouldn't say that. I don't smoke. That crack. was a wild thing to say for the public to hear. Holy shit! Do we yeah. do? Should we? Should we do the new one? Sure. Go for it. Oh my god! I am so happy for this one.
we do not own the rights to Star Wars. <laughs> no, no, we do not. We do not. <laughs> but that R two D two scream is so damn funny, dude. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> What the hell is going on? Yeah, someone let us figure out how to add new sound bites to the soundboard, and that is one of the three that we added. I don't know that we're going to play the other two, but... We'll we'll save those for another time. <laughs> we'll save those. Stay tuned for next week. We'll play one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, cha- we'll change it up every week. You got you to gotta stay tuned for that. A um, couple of leaders in the, uh, in the All-Star voting. LeBron James, like I said, is leading the front court. Uh, Nikola Jokic is number two. Paul George, three. A little shocker here. Andrew Wiggins is fourth among the front court in the Western Conference. Yep. That's wild. And that is wild. And Draymond Green is fifth. Yeah, so that's I mean, I I guess I guess that's the, that's the big downfall in my opinion of having a fan vote. Yeah. You have a very, very loyal and committed fan base like the Golden State fan base. Mm-hmm. And they're going to do everything possible to make sure that they have players going to the All-Star game. Yeah. I mean, like, the same thing happened with Bo Bonyard. Like, th- that big... He's like 7'2". Yeah, that huge guy. I don't, like, I don't know. How, I, I've, I'm blanking on his last name. But he's like best friends with Tobias Harris. Manjarnovic. So, it's something like that. Yeah, it's, it's it's not in front of me, so I'm I'm blanking on it because it's a pretty long last name. Yeah, it's it's yeah it's 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 long. I mean, it's 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 easy to fumble over the letters of it. Um, like another one. Um, when they the Warriors tried to have um Zaza, yeah, go to the All Star game. So like I get so. The Warriors have a very loyal and committed fan base. They're going to do everything possible to make sure that their team is represented on the NBA's biggest stage. I understand that. Good for them. But after Draymond Green, who are some of the players' names? Um, after Draymond Green, Anthony Davis. Um, Cat. He's hurt. Okay, yeah. Uh, Mello. Carmelo Anthony? Mm-hmm. His eighth. Hmm. Rudy Gobert and DeAndre Ayton. Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Ayton. What about, um, I was just supposed to say Rudy Gobert, but you literally just said it. Literally just said it. Whoops. Yeah, it's only giving me the top 10 for front court guards, front court and guards for Eastern, Western. I mean, there's, I mean, so, so, I mean, even, even, even Mellow, I kind of, kind of scratch my head at, like, what, like, like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Carmelo Anthony, but I don't think Carmelo Anthony's playing at an all-star game level. Well, who else would you put in there? from the Western Conference as a front court. I mean, you have somebody like, um, I mean, Christian Wood's playing good ball. Yusuf Nurkic. Yusuf Nurkic is playing good ball. Does he got into a fight with Tyler Hero? Okay, no, he did not. Tyler Harrow got body bagged because he is about as big as I am and ran into Yusuf Nurkic, who is a unit of a man. False. Black Bear. Okay, Tyler Harris probably look what four inches taller than me. No, I'm no, I'm 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 saying false in regard to the fact that Yusuf Nurkic hit him with an illegal screen. That was not illegal, dude. He did, dude. He he threw a shoulder at him. No, yes, he no. Th- he threw a sh- look. I'm not saying that like Tyler Hero is like this big beastly of a man. I mean, I mean, he's six three, six four, something like that. So I mean, he's tall, dude, but. Come on. 
he wasn't running that fast or to fall that hard. Yeah, but players in the NBA kind of exaggerate a little bit sometimes. But I mean, why why would you retaliate if you're exaggerating a flop? I don't know. Why would you retaliate at all, knowing that he's so much bigger than you? Because Tyler Hero ain't no bitch. <laughs> it was it was a stupid move by him though. True, but Yusuf Nurkic threw a punch. You see that? I did. Exactly. Yusuf Nurkic ain't playing no fucking games, and you want to come up here all fucking pussyfoot and give him a little, don't touch me, push. Dude, Tyler Hero gave him a good shove. Well, that's fine. Yusuf Nurkic threw a punch. Shove, punch, potato, potato. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're comparable. It, do- it doesn't. It, they're, they're, they aren't not comparable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, guards in the Western Conference, Steph Curry, like I said, leads all votes in players total. Luka Doncic, number two. John Morant, number three. I think this one is the most shocking of anything. Clay Thompson is fourth among guards in the Western Conference. Hasn't even played a minute of basketball. I got a, re- I got a lot of respect for Clay Thompson. Um, before we started recording, I watched the video of him during the finals when they were playing the... Um, the Raptors when mm-hmm. he when he when he got his his injury that he's trying to battle back from now, and dude was halfway down the tunnel with a torn ACL and a torn meniscus, and he was told, "Hey, you got to come back out here and shoot these free throws," and he made it both. Yeah, and then tried to go play defense. Yep. So I have a lot of respect. I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. But fourth. Yeah. He's. Can you can you tell me the top three names again? Steph, Luca. Ja. What about Damian Lillard? <laughs> yeah. He's fifth. Is he? No. Devin Booker is fifth. Okay. Chris Paul is sixth. Okay. Donovan Mitchell seventh. Damian Lillard is eighth. That's a joke. Russell Westbrook is ninth and Anthony Edwards is tenth. That's a joke. Yep. That's that's the fan votes. <laughs> Again, I mean People are voting for the people that they want to see in the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't fault the Golden State Warriors fan base for wanting to see Klay Thompson play in the All-Star game. But dude hasn't played in two years. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Klay Thompson. It's just people are playing it. There are other people playing at a high level who deserve to be in the All-Star game. Yeah, I agree. They do. But uh, yeah, they got him at fourth. Um, I'm that's, not. That's just crazy. It just blows my mind, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a little crazy. I'm not really all for it. Um, front court, we got um Kevin Durant, um leading the front court. Giannis Antetokounmpo is number two. Joel Embiid is three. Jason Tatum is four. Jimmy Butler at five. Jarrett Allen at six. Bam Adebayo at seven. Miles Bridges at eight, Lamarcus Aldridge at nine, and Nikola Vucevic at ten. Uh, so I like I like Miles Bridges being on there. I'm a big fan of him. Dude's got some bounce. Yeah, I love watching Charlotte play some basketball, dude. They're just like loose and fun. They're fun. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch. I saw um, Kelly Oubre is now Kelly Oubre hit eight threes and a quarter <laughs> to set a career high. It's the, it's the second most threes hit in one quarter in NBA history. Jeez. 
I, he, he's he's tied with like three or four other people, but um, yeah, guy went off. That's a, I'm I'm a very big Wizards fan. That was a guy that I was very disappointed to see leave the Wizards. Yeah, um, he's a baller. Yeah, he's 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 a damn good player. Also, another guy who's really who's really surprising, really really surprised me this year is Demar Derozan. Yeah, well, we were getting ready to get him as guards. He is leading the guards in the Eastern Conference. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know if they labeled him as a guard or a forward. Yep, they got him in, in the backcourt. Um, he is leading the backcourt. Um, for that, uh, number two is James Harden. We got Trey Young at three, Zach Levine at four, Lamelo Ball at five, Kyrie Irving at six. Once again, he's played yeah, one game. It's a little wild. Yep. Um, Derrick Rose at seven. Love that. Tyler Harrow at eight. Darius Garland at nine, and Fred Van Fleet at ten. Brad Beal, not in there. It's just, I, I again, this is this is all fan vote. I understand it. Carry Carry is a popular player, so I so I mean I I get that whole aspect, but I don't know. Like, like <laughs> yeah, me 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 questioning this stuff. I'm just beating a dead horse at this point. Yeah. Well, have you voted? No. Hmm. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a second here. <laughs> Don't twist this on me. <laughs> Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not the villain here. I'm not the enemy. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just here to argue, argue points. That's fair. But no, I had not voted. That's fair. Neither have I. Neither have I, I. I mean, I, I just, I just watch the game. I just kind of, I mean, I don't know. Fair enough. Speaking of Clay Thompson and Kyrie. Um, they are both designated to come back. Kyrie obviously has come back. He's played one game. I think he scored twenty two. Twenty yeah, twenty two against, against the uh, Pacers. Yep. Uh big story of that game. Lance Stevenson scored twenty in the first quarter. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I've grown to love Lance Stevenson and his antics. Oh, uh, dude. I've grown to love him. Like, of 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 of, co- of course to highlight the recurring theme <laughs> that we that, that we say every damn week for big LeBron fans. When he blew into LeBron's <laughs> ear, I'm like, oh my god, that is so funny. This dude's a fucking menace. He doesn't care. Dude. <laughs> dude, he's a loose cannon. I've grown to love him. Uh, dude, you, dude, you can't not love Lance Stevenson. <laughs> I've grown to love him. Like, he's like, dude, Lance Stevenson is the golden retriever of the NBA. Yeah, he's the Rob Gronkowski of the NBA. Yep. Fuck it, I got paid. Watch me do some cool shit. Yeah. Who's gonna stop me? Yeah, I may look like a jackass, but I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, I'm the one on the court, look like an idiot, and I leave with my game check, and I'm good to go. Yeah, and his game check is more than I'll make in a lifetime. Maybe. Probably. Come on, man. We're on the way up. We're on the way up. You ain't never lie. We're going to be the next barstool. <laughs> um, anything else you wanted to touch on on the NBA? I think that was pretty much all I had in there. Clay Thompson's coming back. Kyrie did come back. Had a little game for himself. Um, so, kind of just quick coming to mind. Did you see the uh, the comeback the uh, Knicks had last night? Yes. Um, my buddy Brandon is going to be very, very, very sour to hear this. He had... Um, he had like a little bet. It was like Jason Tatum to score twenty five or thirty. I think it was thirty. Jason Tatum to score thirty and the um Celtics to win. 
I, I don't remember what he put on it and how much the payout was going to be, but it was it was enough for him to be a little upset about it. So he's going to be a little sour to hear that. I did a little parlay on that too. I needed Julius Randle to have two more assists. I had him to have four. That's it. Nothing crazy. Four assists. Dude had two. Um, and I needed Devin Booker to have 20 points. He had 11. Um, that was a $10 bet to win $185. And those two things, like you're like, all right, well, Julius Randle have four assists. That's not like a, not like a crazy number. I mean, he's like a, he's like a borderline center. So I, I mean, but but I mean, he's like one of those guys that can like do it all. Yeah. Well, he had to for a while in New York. Yeah. And then Devin Booker to score twenty. You're like, all right, well. I think Devin Booker's still coming back from like an injury, isn't he? I have no clue. I I know he did get hurt. He might be he might be still nursing, or he just had a bad game. I don't know. I think it was just a bad game. He like he was like five of twenty two or some shit like that. Like he was. Oh yeah, it was a atrocious. Like I mean, I mean, I get it. Shoot or shoot, but at that point, you're just like just pass. Yeah, you're doing your team a disservice at that point. I mean, I I mean, I think they still won. That's a good thing. Yeah. I mean, the Suns are loaded. They're very very good. Another guy who's playing good for the Suns right now is Jalen Smith. A lot of people are like, oh, man, he's a bust. I don't know why they took him in the first round, but he's, I think he's averaging a double-double over those last five games. Good for him. Yeah. L- local guy, Maryland product. Hey, yo. So, good, good, yeah, good thing for him. But that, the thing that really got me the most from that game was R.J. Barrett's game when he shot. Mm-hmm. That's a guy who doesn't get enough love in this league. He gets overlooked by Zion. And Ja now. Yeah. I mean, I mean that, that, whole, that whole draft class was loaded, but I mean, I... I personally thought R.J. Barrett was the best player in that draft. Yeah, that's just me. It's not. It's not. I'm not wrong, but I'm not. I'm. I. I don't look like the smartest person in the room right now. I think. I think John Morant clearly is the best player from that draft. Not a slight to anybody else, but it's all opinionated. Yeah, all, all opinionated. Also, another thing. While I'm just staring at stats right now, uh, Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet is um making three point seven threes a game, and Steph Curry's making five point one. Steph leads the league. Wow. Just nuts. I don't know why. I just wanted to throw that out there. All right. So last week I had, I was ice cold. I had the coldest takes. Uh, it was a new year, new me, um, full of cold takes. I was just, I was doing okay with my takes on these picks. Like my picks weren't, weren't too bad. The new year came around and they went to shit quick. Yeah. Uh, my lock of the week was the Kansas City Chiefs over the Bengals. They fucking lost. My upset of the week was the Giants over the Bears. They fucking lost. They got throttled. Yeah. Bad. And my game of the week, which I did say I struggled with, was the Vikings and the Packers. And you asked me. Who I thought would win the game. Who I thought would win the game. And I was like, you know what? I think the Vikings might shock the world and pull this one out. Guess what? I was fucking wrong. Meanwhile, I said the Packers were going to be my lock. Yeah. Hit it. Raiders were going to upset the Colts. Hit it. And game of the, we say this all the time, game of the week subjective, but the Rams and the Ravens was going to be the game of the week. Rams came back from, how much were they down? I think it was 13. The one by one. Like 10 or 13, something like that. They were down double digits in the fourth quarter, and the Rams came back and won the game. And the Ravens had a chance. I didn't watch the game. I was at the Washington football team game. They lost. So, jokes on me. Um, I couldn't even watch the Ravens game. 
Oh, yeah, you were in, like, bumfuck middle of the woods cabin, right? Well, no, I got home in time. I was home by 1 o'clock to watch the game. Oh. But since they flexed the game to 1 o'clock, um, and I live in Pennsylvania. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I had to watch the Eagles and the football team game on Fox instead yeah, I, of the Ravens and the Rams. Like, it was a stinker anyway. Mm. But anyway, I went 0 for 3. You went 3 for 3. So I got to give credit where it's due. My man's came through with the with the hot picks. We even, you, dude, you even got a shout out on Twitter. Did I? Yeah. My man's uh, Tim Reno was like, "Poppy, good looks on the upset of the week." Gave you a little shout out there. Oh, thanks, Reno. I appreciate that. That's a guy. That's a guy. So I wonder if he bet on the game and he he's like, ah, maybe he's right. What if people trust us and they do go with our lock and upset? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, don't trust me this year. Apparently, Dude, I'm yeah. fucking zero for three. Yeah, Wes's uh, last week we talked about the guy who was trying to make twenty five thousand dollars from sports betting, and he needed another. No, he, he wanted to make ten thousand dollars, and he did. I don't know. Whatever. I fumbled my words. Anyway, Wes is not off to a good start. Not a hot start. That's okay. So, uh, what you got for your lock of the week this week? So I'm gonna take the Washington football team to beat the Giants. Okay. Um, I think the Giants just suck right now they're terrible yeah they're in shambles i think they should get rid of joe judge but they already announced that they're not going to that's a bad Um, move i think they will end up bringing in another quarterback think so yeah i mean maybe not a rookie but i think a vet that's not that doesn't have the worst winning percentage in nfl history and mike glennon um just some i mean someone who knows the game pretty well just so if it hits the fan and Daniel Jones has to miss time again, uh, they have that person who has some has some know-how about the game and has done some winning in the league. Mm-hmm. And also just to, just to provide a little bit of guidance to Daniel Jones because he's a turnover machine. Yeah, he's got to lock it in. He's yeah. he's not playing good football at all right now. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Neither he's just I. playing very terrible football mm-hmm. right now. Agreed. What's your uh, lock? My lock of the week is I have the Arizona Cardinals. Over, I believe it is Seahawks. The Seahawks. Yes. Yeah. I got to start writing that down. I literally just pick like Cardinals. That's what I do. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, fuck, are they playing? Um, yeah, I have I have the Arizona Cardinals over the Seattle Seahawks as my lock of the week. Those NFC West games are stinky. Yeah. They can go either way, but I think I think the Cardinals handle business. Yeah, because they're 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 fighting for that division crown still. Yeah, if they win and the Rams lose, they can still they mm-hmm. can still lock up. Uh, I think, well, depending on how the rest of the depending on what happens with the Bucks, what happens with the Cowboys, everything like that. If they win, they lose, whatever. I mean, they could catapult up to the number two seed. That's where the Rams sit right now. Yes, so they could catapult up. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how they. I don't know how they fare in, in relation to the Buccaneers, but they definitely own the tiebreaker over the um over the Cowboys. Yep, because they just beat them. Yeah. Who you got for your upset? Speaking of the Cowboys, I think the Eagles get them. No fucking way. I think the Eagles are going to beat the Cowboys. Yep. That's my upset. God damn it. <laughs> now the Cowboys are going to win. Um, Shit. Yeah. No. And I should have I read the talking points. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the, reason, uh, the reason I have the Eagles, and I don't know if it's the same for you, um, I, think, I think that Dallas team's a little beat up. They got some like lingering injuries. They got some people, you know, maybe maybe a little banged up. Could use a little extra extra rest. So I think they probably rest a few of their players. Um, 
because they can't lock up the number one seed regardless. Mm-hmm. Like Packers already have it. Mm-hmm. Um, the best that they could hope for is moving up to the number two seed, which I mean, maybe it helps you mm-hmm. in the second round of the playoffs. Maybe. Um, maybe. But I mean, you got to think if the other two home teams are the Rams and the Bucks, you're either still going to play in a stadium mm-hmm. against the Rams, or you're going down to fucking seventy and sunny Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. You're okay. I mean, you do want the crowd. You want the home field advantage. I get it. I mean, at at this point now in the NFL, I think home field advantage is so overrated. I mean, perfect example. Take somewhere like Kansas City. Yep. The Kansas City, Kansas, the Kansas City crowd is loud when their offense is on the field. Mm-hmm. They're louder than most NFL stadiums are. Period. Yep. I mean, I mean, you see, you see all these teams who go to sound accounts, all this stuff. Whenever they go travel on the road and all this kind of stuff. When I when I attended the Ravens games that I attended this year, I don't think I ever recalled a opposing quarterback doing a silent count. Against the Ravens in uh, our in our stadium, I didn't pay enough attention. I don't know. I mean, I I I could be overanalyzing thing and I overanalyzing things, and I could have been just paying attention at the wrong times. Yeah, but I think I think home field advantage is so overrated in the NFL. Very well could be wrong. I very well could be wrong. I'll be the first one to say it, but I don't know. Yeah. So I think the Cowboys rest some of their players, um, leaves the door open for the Eagles who. I don't think they have the fifth seed secured, but they could come up on that. I think if they get a win, actually, no, they're they're. I think they're a six, no matter what. I think they're kind of locked in at that six. So, so it's weird. I saw that right now. So, so of course the the Eagles have clinched a playoff spot. Yes, they're 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 playing n- next week, regardless. Yes. Um, but they're the seventh seed in the NFC. Is it the Niners above them right now? Niners are above them, and the Niners have not clinched. Yes. Which I which I I I read the post and I looked into all the different possibilities and I looked into why why it is and all that kind of stuff, but it just still confused me. I don't know if I don't know if Philadelphia can move off that seven line or not. Um, they might be locked into it. I'm, but they did beat the Saints earlier this year. Yeah, they might be able to move up into the six. So I, I, yeah, I, I think if the Saints end up making the playoffs, I think Philly will be the six. But I think if the Niners make it, then Philly will be the seven. Yeah, I. Either way, I think Dallas wrestling players. I think Philly plays their little tushy off, and they get the dub. Yeah, I. So, I think I think Philly is like a really dangerous team that you're gonna watch out for. They play good ball. They play very good ball. They run the they run the ball well. I just like they're a team that you just can't take lightly mm-hmm. by any means yeah i agree we'll touch on the playoffs more in here in just, in just a minute so i won't i won't go too far in depth with that absolutely who you got for your uh game of the week big time playoff implications i'm taking the Chargers and the raiders i think um i don't know who wins this game but both teams can make the playoffs um i don't know who is current i think the Chargers are if 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 the season ended at this very moment. I think the Chargers make the playoffs. I could be wrong. I believe you are correct. Um, but I, I, I think this is going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. I don't know if it's going to be a shootout or not. Because mm. I've every time I've said, oh, this game's going to be a shootout, and it's involved the Raiders, 
I've been wrong. Never, never is. No. I've <laughs> said it once, and I was wrong. I was dead fucking wrong. Um, with that said, I, I, I think it's a good game. Who wins? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Um, because I think we need... We need the Raiders to win. The Ravens. Yes. So, as of right now, the Chargers are the seventh seed, okay. and the Raiders are on the outside looking in at the eight. Uh, yes, as Ravens fans... We need a little bit of help. We need the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the Indianapolis Colts. We need to win. Um, Cleveland lost last week, so we're good. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. We need to win. We need the Jags to beat the Colts. And we need the Raiders to beat the Chargers, which still kind of confuses me. I'm going to be honest because we lost to the Raiders earlier in the season, and we absolutely waxed the Chargers. So how it plays out that... We need the team that beat us to win to get the know. advantage over them. I don't fucking understand yeah, it. Yeah, it confuses me. I don't <laughs> Neither here nor there. So I just, I, just, I just freaking work here, man. I don't know. Do you see that fun fact, though, that um, if the Jaguars beat the Colts in the earlier game, the Chargers and the Raiders don't play until Sunday night, they could both, both teams could kneel the ball and run the clock out, tie, and both make the playoffs. If the Colts lose and the Chargers and the Raiders tie, they both make the playoffs. Is it because the Colts would drop out of the playoffs at that point? Yes. The Colts would oh, drop out. Man, that's hysterical. And both teams would move in because the Raiders just beat the Colts. So they would jump them. So if that happens, they're both kind of have like a little incentive to be like, hey, technically we could take the fucking week off and we could just kneel the ball out. We could both make the playoffs. We can, you know. Slap like, hands and move on. Like make funny faces at each other the entire yeah. game. Just make fart noises at each other. Who cares? <laughs> now, I think Brandon Staley came out and said that he's not going to do it. Of course, he's fucking not. A little aggressive little turkey that he is. Just wants to go for it whenever he can. Yeah, I mean. I mean, it is the NFL. Like, you know, you don't want to let your division rival make it into the playoffs. But That's very true. I just thought that was a funny little stat. And there's a part of me that kind of hopes it happens. Dude, come on. You can't tell me that wouldn't be hysterical. Just like it would it would go down as the fastest game in NFL history, too, because they would just take the knee. They would let it run down in one second, take another knee, punt on fourth down and skedad- and like that's it. How pissed do you think Roger Goodell would be? If I'm Roger Goodell, I'd be furious. If I'm Roger Goodell, I'd be furious, too. But as a fan, I am fucking thrilled. And honestly, that would probably be the most watched game in NFL history. Oh. I disagree. I'd tune in. I'd like, like, if I, like, if I, like, figured it out, like, two drives in, that this is all that's going on, I'm like, yep, I'm going to go do something else. Yeah, I'm going to go play some Warzone. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's an eight o'clock game. I clock in at 11 o'clock. If I see that happen, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go take a damn nap. <laughs> like, screw this. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't want to, I don't want to look at this game and then figure out oh the only statistics that we can see is Justin Herbert had negative 70 rushing yards and so did Derek Carr <laughs> like that would be so disappointing yeah it would it would be pain yeah i'd like i'd i'd headbutt my tv if i had to watch that uh so my game of the week kind of already touched on the teams the rams and the niners i think it'll be a good close game the Niners have a lot to play for. Yes, they do. The Rams are still trying to hold on to that number two seed. Um, I don't know. They might fucking give it up. They might just be like, you know what? It's all just, it's all just relax here a little bit. Let's take a little break. 
I think um I think Matt Stafford's gonna redeem himself too. He didn't have a great game against the torn up Baltimore secondary. Nope. He uh, so so the first pick that he threw, Chuck Clark read him like a fucking book. Oh, dude. I mean, you you can't read a play better than what he read that. Nope. He was two steps to the end zone by the time he caught the ball. Yep. Like he like he knew exactly what was going on and he just And then on the other pick that he threw it, he threw it in the Double or triple coverage? Double coverage, and then Odell Beckham Jr. punched him in the asshole. He's a weird dude. <laughs> like, the, like the problem was, is it wasn't even close to punching the ball. Like, he straight up punched him in the asshole. Yes. And it's like, okay, dude, like, what are you doing? Dude, if someone punches me in the ass, I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm reacting. I don't know if I'm, like, mad or if I'm, like, what is your problem? I'm, I'm probably getting up and calling him some, some names. I'm not going to say him. This is a kid-friendly show. Like a peanut butter, stupid, dumb, dumb head? Let's show him. Yeah, I, it's not <laughs> out of the realm of possibilities of names I've called people. Yeah. It's definitely not. So um, that's my game of the week. I think the Niners have a lot to play for. It's a division game, both very physical teams. I think it could be good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, with, with that Rams game, we could, we could see history made. Um, of course, right now Cooper Cup sits in fifth place for receiving yards in a single season. I think he needs 136 to break it, which is possible. It is very possible. It's it's it, it it's a bit that's a big number, but it's possible. Um. So while we're on the subject of that, there are there are two records that could stand to be broken this this coming week. Yep. Possibly three, if Tom Brady throws out of his ass, because I know he's like. 40 yards away from 5,000. Very, very on, I, I, I'm willing to say impossible, but not, not impossible since it's Tom Brady. Unprobable. Tom Brady could break the passing yards record in a single season. I think he'd have to throw for about 500 or so to break the record. So not out of the realm of possibility. But yeah, it could happen. Um, they play Carolina. Carolina's Carolina does have a pretty good defense, but that's neither, that's neither here nor there. Yep. Um, but the two two others that could stand to be broken are, like I mentioned, Cooper Cup with their receiving yards record, and T.J. Watt breaking the uh, all-time sacks record. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my question for you is: Now that we have moved to a 17-game regular season, do these records like being broken? Does that mean anything less? Then I think it does. Okay. Um, you have a whole extra game mm. to to reach that record. Um, like TJ Watt, he has missed a couple of games this season. But in a in a regular season, you know, let's say he's missed two. I think he's missed two. He's he would only have fourteen games to get it. Now he still has fifteen. Yeah. So there, it's just that extra game. Like it's more playing time. It's there's more possibilities yeah. more availability um so i think it does kind of water it down like cooper cup breaking calvin johnson's receiving yard record which is kind of cool that matt stafford's the quarterback for both of them yeah but yeah i agree um it kind of waters it down because it's mm-hmm. like calvin johnson did this in 16 games in 16 games instead of 17 like you're 136 yards off of him 
but you through haven't through the same amount of games that he played through the same amount of games played, mm-hmm. and I mean that could be two games. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's not unheard of to have 136 yards in, in two games. Like that's still probably had two pretty decent games. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I think it waters it down a little bit. Um, no shade to Cooper Cup, no shade to TJ Watt, no shade to Matt Stafford, anybody like that. It's just when you have more opportunities, you should break those records. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you ha- you have you have a larger opportunity to do it. The chances of you doing it increase. Yeah. Um, TJ Watt. I mean, him missing games. If he breaks the record, he still played 15 games. Yeah. So he did it in a game less than Michael Strahan. Not that's not me trying to take something away from Cooper Cup. Um, I'm a very big fan of Cooper Cup. I think he's a great wide receiver. Um, I loved him coming into the season. I knew I knew that Matt Stafford was going to love him, and I wanted him in every yeah, fantasy league. Yeah, yeah. Holman was all over him as far as from 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 a fantasy standpoint. He um he turned out to be fucking right for once in my life. For once in my life. So, my guy, we actually got a couple of things in the mailbag this week. Finally. We actually got a couple of things in the mailbag. So, um, we were thinking about doing it at the end, how we always kind of bring it up at the end of the podcast. Um, we decided to kind of toss them into their respective kind of topics. Um, so, we have um, from Twitter, we got Tim Reno with the question. What's your guys' Super Bowl matchup predictions, and why do you think those teams make it to the bowl? Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Go for it. I, I you know, I ask you a question. Go ahead. Um, I think it's going to be Aaron Rod. I think it's going to be Aaron Rodgers taking on Patrick Mahomes. So Green Bay versus Kansas City, and uh, I already said my reason why. Fair enough. I, I mean, to 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 go into more depth, I was just I was just kind of being a jackass. There you go. Um. Aaron Rodgers is having a, is having a great season. I, he'll, I think he's slam dunked to an MVP. Um, the defense, the defense is going to start coming alive for the for them the right moment for the rest of the NFL the wrong moment. Yep. Um, I I think Green Bay is steamrolling to a Super Bowl title. Okay. Um, but the Chiefs, of course, they have Patrick Mahomes. The offense is so dynamic. They're actually starting to run the ball downhill. Which again, it's a good thing for them, bad thing for the rest of the NFL, um, because if you give Patrick Mahomes a running game, give him time to set a play action and all that shit, just he's gonna whether whether the notion of him being able to read a defense or not is true. If you give him time, dude's gonna carve you like a fucking Thanksgiving turkey. Yep. Um, but I think that Kansas that that Green Bay defense, if if those two teams happen to make it to the to the Super Bowl, that will be by far. I th- I think this Green Bay defense could be better than the Buccaneers defense last year. I think I th- yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I, I go ahead. Yeah. That's a hot take. Genuinely, I I think like like that is a defense like that starts getting going. And good fucking luck. Okay. So, so my my choices for Super Bowl. Is I agree with you on the Kansas City side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Patrick Mahomes, they've they've been there, they've done it, they've done it twice. You know, they've won one, they've lost one, they've been through it. Um, they've seen everybody. Kind of don't know what's coming out of Derrick Henry, that Tennessee team. Like he's coming back. Um, there's just really not 
another team in the AFC that I trust um, coming into the playoffs. Um, by some miracle, the Ravens do make it. They're so injury loaded. Um, it, it, it's hard to, it's hard to trust them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I necessarily trust Carson Wentz and the Colts if they make it. Um, I trust Jonathan Taylor, but Carson Wentz, you know, the one opportunity that he did have to make the playoffs and the Eagles did win the Super Bowl, he was injured and it was Nick Foles. So he's never been there. One thing that I will say about the Colts, um, I'm glad that you're going in depth with these, with these teams. Um, this is something I wanted to do, but I didn't know if we would have time to do it or not. <laughs> um, one thing I will say with the Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, it worked for Derrick Henry last year. It did. Or two years, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Carried um, him to the AFC championship. Yes. Uh, speaking of last year, do you remember before the, um, before the Ravens and Titans, the wildcard game, I said that Derrick Henry was going to go for under 75 yards? Yep. Just put that out there. Right. Just, you know, flex when you can. Shameless plug. Flex when you can. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you on that side. I don't, I don't trust anybody on the AFC side of the ball. Um, I, I like the Buffalo Bills. They get, they got a very talented team. They just have zero run game and without a run game, you're not going to get too far. Yeah. And, and, but the Patriots, I mean, of course they have the evil mastermind in Bill Belichick. Best head coach of all time. Yes. I, I, I would agree. Best head coach of all time. I, I hate to agree, but I do agree. He's just so successful. You can't. Right, you yeah. can't disagree. I, 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 I hate it because he's so damn successful. Although he was very close to becoming the coach of the Ravens. Mm, fun fact for you. Yeah, so, sort of close. He was he was the coach of the Browns when they when they left Cleveland to come to Baltimore. Mm. Um, but I mean the inex, the inexperience with Mac Jones. I'm not I'm not discrediting Mac Jones, but for a first year player in the playoffs, I just think the moment's going to be too big year one. It's a big moment. It's a very big moment. I mean, think of, all, think of all the rookie quarterbacks who have gone to the playoffs. Think of all those rookie quarterbacks who have won games in the playoffs. I mean, you have Mark Sanchez, who did it for the Jets behind a historic defense. Yep. You have Joe Flacco for the Ravens behind a historic defense. Yep. Um. I want to say Ben Roethlisberger won a Super Bowl when he was a rookie. I don't know. Oh four? No. He won in those six. I was gonna say he got drafted in 04. Yeah. So scratch that. But again, they had a very successful season. I think they were one game within going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. his rookie year. Yep. So I'm not trying to take anything away from what Mac Jones does. He's a very, very smart quarterback. But if you get to a point where you have to play a Josh Allen and the Bills, or if you have to play Jonathan Taylor and the Colts, mm-hmm. can you do something yourself to keep up with them? Yep. He's played so conservative all year. I don't know if he does. Yeah, and when they take the reins off of him, he kind of doesn't make great decisions. Which which he shouldn't. He's a rookie. Yeah. Yeah, but by, by no means is he expected to just come in and mash an offense he's a damn good rookie quarterback too he's got a very bright future yes he does very bright future i completely i completely agree i didn't i didn't think he would have a very good future i thought he's exceeded expectations I, for sure. I thought he would be like a typical alabama quarterback and not do a whole lot of noise when they get to the nfl yeah but to my surprise mac jones is playing pretty darn good football it helps when your coach is bill belichick absolutely that helps out a lot yeah and they have a great run game great run game they have a good defense but you need your quarterback to make plays. Mm-hmm. 
That's just how the NFL is nowadays. Yeah. So looking at the other side of the spectrum there on the NFC, this is where I disagree with you. Okay. I don't think the Packers make it. Okay. I have the Cowboys. And this is my thought process behind it. That was not what I expected you to say. Yeah. Most people will probably expect me to say the Rams. They're my backup. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Cowboys. Um, and for one reason, and, and the Packers do have a good defense, mm. but they don't have a great run defense. They're not great at stopping the run. True. Something that the Cowboys do very well is run the ball with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. They have a very good run game, and they have very talented receivers on the outside. Um, Dak Prescott has been to the playoffs before. Mm. They had a. They should have beat the Packers a few years ago in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Until I believe it was Mercedes Lewis had one of the most insane toe drags on the sideline that I've ever seen. I know what play you're referring to, and I think that was a regular season game. Was it a regular season game when they lost to the Packers in the playoffs? That was the Des Bryant game. That was a Des Bryant game. You are correct. Anywho, they are a very good team. Um, they run the ball very, very well. They have a great one-two punch there, and the Packers aren't great at stopping the run. I don't disagree with you. And yeah. in Lambeau, when it, dude, in January in Lambeau, that's cold. Physicality fucking wins. I agree. That's why I think the that I don't think anybody stops the Packers. I mean, there's there's a few teams in the NFC that play very physical. Like the 49ers going into Lambeau in January. If I was a if I was a Packers fan, that's not who I want to see coming in. Those dudes are bullies. So so I think I think this is the thing that really plays into the Packers' advantage. If you if you look at the, if you look at who's projected to make the playoffs in the NFC, you have Cowboys who've locked up. Yep, Buccaneers have locked up. Mm-hmm. The Rams and the Cardinals, that's still up in the air, but both teams have, are going to the playoffs. Yes. Um, and then you have uh, the 49ers who are up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eagles have locked. Yep. And then the Saints also still have an opportunity to make the playoffs. Yes. They need some help. They can knock out the 49ers, um, but there is um, some hope for the, uh, for the Saints. There is only one team that plays in cold weather in the NFC besides the Packers. Eagles. That's it. Everybody else plays in Florida, California, Arizona. Or a stadium. Or or an arena. Yeah. Arena is the wrong word, but you know what I'm trying to say. They got a roof. Yes. They have they have roof. They have roof. I did like when it gets when it gets that cold I've never, I've never been to Wisconsin. Neither have I. I don't know if I want to go to Wisconsin. I, I don't know if I do. It just looks cold. Doesn't look like a whole lot of fun. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> That's why I think Aaron Rodgers wants to leave. I think he's committed. To win a Super Bowl? Yeah. Anyway, that, that, that's, that's neither here nor there. But I think, I think an NFC team wins the Super Bowl, though. I would agree with you. Yeah, I um, there's like the AFC is so cupcake this year. Yeah, like, like, like the NFC. You could look at every single team, and I mean every single team except for probably the Saints. Mm-hmm. And you can think to yourself, 
they can go on a run. Yeah. I think the Eagles can. If the Eagles start running the ball well and Jalen Hurts starts playing like how I think Jalen Hurts is going to end up panning out in the NFL, good luck. Yeah. 49ers. They're so physical. They run the ball well. Jimmy Garoppolo's done it before. Trey Lance is in, though. Jimmy G's hurt. Trey Lance. Rise and shine, baby. Rise and shine. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, Dallas. You 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 already made all the points for Dallas. Um, who am I forgetting? The Cardinals. They're playing very very. They're playing good football. Very well balanced team. The Rams. Look, the Rams can look unstoppable. And then of course you have fucking Brady. Yeah. You can make an argument for every single team. Every team. The AFC. I don't think you can. Yeah, I mean, you could make an argument for two teams, maybe, maybe three. Chiefs and who else? Uh, you could maybe make an argument for the Patriots just solely off of the, um, the run game and the defense. Mm. And it pains me to say it, but the Bengals. Mm. I mean, <laughs> if Joe Burrow almost threw for a thousand yards in two games, granted, one of which was against our team, the Ravens, in a very, very, very beat up secondary. True. Um, but he did throw for almost five hundred yards against a, and I'm, I'm, fairly healthy. Chiefs secondary and a fairly healthy Chiefs team in general. They had Chris Jones, they had Frank Clark, they had Tyron Matthew. I think they may have been missing a corner, maybe. But like, so one thing that I will say, we experienced this firsthand. Be humble going into the playoffs. Yeah, you have to. We took. Have to. We took the Titans for granted. We looked past them. We were ready for game number two. And Derrick Henry said, Yeah, but I'm still fucking here. Yeah. Bit us in the ass. Like, the reason why I say this earlier today, somebody asked Jamar Chase, Do you think you deserve to be rookie of the year? You know what he said? What'd he say? I better be. Like, be fucking humble. You're an incredible wide receiver. Yeah. You are like like if you keep playing the way that if you keep playing the way that you are in the in the NFL, God, I don't want to see you. Yeah, you're gonna be trouble. I already don't like playing the Bengals to begin with. I don't yeah. want I don't want to continue to see Jamar Chase twice a twice a fucking year. It's gonna suck. But just, just have a little humility. Yeah, settle settle down a bit. Mac Mac Jones had a very good year. With that said, I think Jamar Chase is rookie of the year. Yep, I agree. But just I better be, motherfucker. Come on. I what? love love confidence. I hate cockiness. Right. I hope I am. Maybe not. I, I think I had a good season. I think I should be. I think I, sh- I think I should be. A little but... self confidence, a little self love. All about it. All about it. I better be. No. Mm. Nope. Now you don't get it. Nope. Check please. <laughs> Check please. Um. Moving topics. Second question in the mailbox. Love it. Love to see it. Also from Twitter, Brandon Stern asked thoughts on Caleb Williams entering the transfer portal. Also, what's your thoughts on Dylan Gabriel coming to OU? Oh, you want me to take the reins on this? I guess you're, the, you're, the, you're the OU fan. My school. Okay, I'm all for it. Um, I called it. I knew Caleb Williams was going to leave. I didn't want to see him go. I wanted to see him stay. Hasn't left yet. He hasn't, but... I think he does. I think he does. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with Dylan Gabriel coming in. I don't obviously Caleb Williams could beat out Dylan Gabriel for the starting job if he so chose. Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like it's like one of those things where he's like, well, damn, they're already kind of like moving on. 
Like they already found my replacement. I'm not like I already I'm like he's like I only got one foot out the door, but I still kind of have one foot in. They're like kind of like pushing me out. I th- I think that's how he feels. Okay. Um. With that being said, I think Caleb Caleb Williams is a great quarterback. He will be um in college. I think he will transition to the NFL very well. Um. From watching him, there's one aspect of his game that he. Okay, we'll say two. Two aspects of his game he doesn't do very well. He is not very good at running the read option. Okay. Because he holds on to the ball when he should be handing it off, and he hands it off when he should keep it. That'll come with time. It'll come with time, come with reading defenses, picking up the speed, and everything like that. He was the most dominant player when he played in high school. He didn't, ha- he d- he d- he didn't have to make those split-second decisions. He had to say, okay, well, I'm faster than you. Yeah, bye. it doesn't matter. Yep, bye, see ya. Yeah. Yes. So th- that'll come with time. So that'll come with time. Uh, another part of Caleb Williams, he likes to play a little bit of hero ball, gets him into trouble sometimes. Once again, comes yep. with, you know... Being a freshman. Yeah, being a freshman. He played hero ball in... Yep. In Southern Maryland, down near the D.C. area. And uh, you know what? It worked out for him. Got him. Mm-hmm. He was a freshman starter at fucking Oklahoma. Yes. It worked for him. So a little bit of experience, learning curves there to come with. Mm-hmm. He will be he will be a phenomenal quarterback for a team somewhere in the country. Um, he will be a phenomenal quarterback in the NFL. With that being said, um, I have not seen a whole lot of Dylan Gabriel for he was playing for was it UCF yeah I mean yeah I mean UCF just uh it's UCF Oklahoma it's a little it's 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 more off the radar compared to Oklahoma yeah smaller brand so um being an OU fan I was like hey you know what let's go look at some highlights from him see you know what he's got to offer if he's coming in to be our new quarterback um and you know what the kid plays good football you know he plays he plays good football um he only played three games this season um, even still with only playing three games, he had a 68% completion percentage threw for 814 yards, nine touchdowns and three interceptions had a passer rating of 158.9. Yep. And you, that. you know what? That's on par for what he's done in the other two seasons where he started. I mean, tw- last year, 2020, um, he had, um, 60% completed completion percentage. 3,570 yards, 32 touchdowns, four interceptions. 2019, 59% completion, 3,653 yards, 29 touchdowns, seven interceptions. He's getting better. He was he was trending upwards. He was playing yep. great. And he just got hurt last season. Um, so it is what it is, you know. Uh, kind of like to see what he does. Does for us. Yeah, I th- I think he'll I think he'll succeed in Oklahoma. Yep. Um, he's got some good coaches to help him. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've the the name of the gentleman who took over for Oklahoma. I'm, I'm forgetting it at the moment. Is it Venables? That's it. Yeah, Brent Brent Venables. He got the guy that he 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 has he has a guy who he feels very very confident with. Mm-hmm. Should Kayla Williams decide to leave, he has a guy that he feels very very confident with. Yeah, and they got the offensive coordinator over from Ole Miss. Um, and then I. Th- think venables brought over his defensive line coach to be the defensive coordinator of oklahoma i believe yep um i got a pretty good coaching staff yeah so oh oklahoma's gonna be fine they're i i don't think i don't think they're gonna be as dominant as they were the last few years i'm gonna take some time it's it's definitely gonna take some time um with that said if you had to have if you had to say where Caleb Williams is going have you heard anywhere 
Um, the only thing that I've heard, and this was Tory Smith being a smart ass, he was like, "Come back home." I think he wants him to play for the University of Maryland. He's not coming to Maryland. That's not gonna happen. He's Caleb Williams is not coming. Caleb Williams is going somewhere, um, where he's gonna be a big name. Um, obviously we heard Quinn Ewers going to Texas, um, Oklahoma. I don't know where you're going from Oklahoma to go rise. LSU. Some, I think so. I think I that's that's the rumor I've been hearing. I I. I'm glad you heard that because I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. Um. I mean, good for him if he does go to LSU. Brian Kelly's got a good one. Yep. Yep. I think he goes to. I think he goes to LSU. Uh, being a fan of Maryland, I think it'd be pretty kick ass if he came to play for Maryland. But well, I think that's where Tory Smith was at. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So that's it for the mailbox. Hey, shout out you guys. Shout out Tim Reno. Shout out Brandon Stearns for putting some in the mailbox there. Love it. Shout out um, the rest of our fans. We still love you. We do still love you. Um, also, feel free to put some in the mailbox. Um, we're all about it. We love them. We uh, we love the questions. But keeping it pushing with college football here because we are moving and grooving on the timeline here. Um, real quick, Natty's coming up. Who you got? Bama. I got Georgia. I have Bama because Nick Saban has yet to lose to um, – a former assistant of his. Mm. And uh, you and I also have disagreed on a few different college football games this year so far. Yep. And you've panned out to be right. I want Georgia to win. So that's my <laughs> reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> so um, taking like j- simply just going back to the first round of the college football playoffs, um, you had Cincinnati. I had Bama. I yep. won. We both agreed on Michigan. Well, Georgia won. So when we agree, did you, we're both wrong. Did you bet on the lines for like for those games? Yes, I did. Ah, you want to hear something fucking nutty? Well, it wouldn't hit anyway because of Michigan. Yeah. So I did a little teaser and I teased um, Cincinnati up to was it twenty and a half? They could not lose by twenty one or more. Those greedy bastards lost by twenty one. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. There's no way Vegas knew. Yeah, but they did. Um, so it is what it is. I mean, Michi- Michigan. They got waxed anyway, so mm-hmm. it didn't matter. Um, it is what it is. So, yeah, I have Georgia. Um, how do you feel about all these bowl game out-outs? So I, I mean, I, mean I, 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 think it's, I think it's a good thing. Um, of, of course, all the bowl games besides the, besides the national championship are over now at this point. Yes. Um, prime example, Matt Corral, quarterback for Ole Miss, projected to be a first-round pick. Probably the number one quarterback coming out of the draft. Probably. I, I I think he's the best quarterback coming out of the draft. Um, he got hurt in his bowl game. I don't know the severity of his injury. I haven't looked into it. Um, but I mean, these uh these, these college athletes take a lot of flack for deciding to opt out of their bowl games when they um whenever their, whenever their teams make it um when they're prominent college or prominent NFL prospects. Um, I'm not against it, man. No, you you you, you, ha- you have to protect your investment. That is yourself. Yeah, you are your investment. End of the end of the day, as soon as you leave, or if you get injured, that team has another motherfucker to take your spot. Yep, that's that's just the way it works. It's next next man up mentality. That that's the way you have to treat it. Um, so I mean, I I I, I fully agree with it. Yeah, I agree. Also, I just found something hysterical for the laughable moment of the week. So, um. I just I had to throw that in there because this is so damn Let's funny. Let's jump right into it. Um, well, we got to touch on Alex Ovechkin. 
Yeah, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't spike the grade eight. We we've left Ovi out long enough. Yeah, we have we haven't talked about any NHL. Um, we're not incredibly we're not incredibly well versed with it. Um, but really, I just wanted to take the time to appreciate one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen in my generation. I'm a very big Capitals fan. I'm a little I'm a little bit bigger of a hockey fan than you than you are. I, I would I would say I'm very new to it. Yeah, yeah. Wes is relatively new to the sport. Um, but um. Alex Ovechkin became the all-time the NHL's all-time leader in power play goals. He passed a gentleman whose name I can't I cannot pronounce. Um, like I could not tell you where to start. Um, so he's now the all-time NHL leader in goals scored on the power play, which is when they have a man advantage when the other team commits a uh, a foul, a penalty, so on, so on and so forth. For those, five on four. Yep, five on four. For those of you who don't watch the game of hockey all too, all too, too often. He's now currently 140 goals behind Wayne Gretzky um, for the all-time leader. Um, he signed a five-year deal back in July. He averages about 0.6 goals a game. So if he's scoring a goal every two games, he's projected to, if if projections hold true, and if Alex Ovechkin plays every single game from now until the time, which is very hard to do very very hard to do in hockey mm-hmm. um he's projected to pass gretzky by 2024 2025 something like that well good for him we're, we're cheering for him oh of course i am i mean even wayne gretzky's cheering for him yeah how can you not yeah i mean wayne i'll, I'll touch on this very very quickly wayne gretzky is widely regarded as the greatest hockey player ever yep he says alex Ovechkin is the greatest goal scorer he's ever seen that's incredible crazy very high praise that's incredible yep so getting to the laughable moments just this fun one that i just saw seven hours ago uh via jeremy willis here on espn penn state great lavar errington apologizes for prematurely announcing hall of fame induction what apparently lavar errington uh came out and said that he was making the hall of fame Yeah. The NFL Hall of Fame? Yeah. Was he even a candidate? Uh I I don't know. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to roll back the tape because I we mentioned it last podcast. I don't think I remember saying his name. Maybe the Penn State Hall of Fame. He had a football, he posted it. Or the College Football Hall of Fame, maybe. National Football Foundation congratulates. LeVar Arrington, Penn State University, as a member of the 2022 College Football Hall of okay. Fame class. There it is. Okay. College Football Hall of Fame. Still came out and uh, screwed the pooch on that one and said, hey, yeah, I made the Hall of Fame. And he's like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Didn't realize what I was doing there. It was just you know, a little eager, a little eager beaver. I can't blame him. An idiot. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely don't blame him. Uh, speaking of another funny thing that we saw with college football, uh, did you see the Northwestern guy? Who was uh, when they were playing Wisconsin after he after he made a tackle, dude ran around. He was snatched. He snatched the towels off like three guys' asses. <laughs> dude, I think it's so. I think it's an old video. I think it's an old game. Yeah. But I think the video like just came out today or just surfaced or resurfaced. I don't know. I've never seen it before. But damn it, was that funny? Like he tackled the one dude. He took and he took the towel off his ass and he stood up and he had the towel in his hand. He like looked around real quick and then he went and grabbed like two more. <laughs> Like, what an absolute menace to just be stealing towels. Like, he looks like a kid playing tag. <laughs> Had a little uh, brief flashback to playing uh, flag football there. Oh, gotcha. That's like playing touch butt in the park. 
<laughs> Shout out UFC 3. Shout out UFC 3. Dude, I still can't believe that's a part of the game. That's absolutely wild. Oh, man. Uh, another funny thing that I saw on the Monday Night, Monday Night Football um, Manning cast or whatever the hell. Also, speaking of that, do you know Alex Rodriguez is getting a similar show for baseball? Oh, God damn it. Yeah, him and a longtime Yankee um, play-by-play announcer, they're going to be like... Should have been Derek Jeter. Well, Jeter can't. I can't even. He's the owner of the Marlins. Whack. <laughs> um, but on, on the Manning podcast, they had Snoop Dogg, uh, who's one of the greatest human beings to ever walk this planet, and uh, he gifted Eli Manning his death row chain. That's wild. Yeah. Saying he wants to be a part of the Manning family. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear him now calling Arch Manning cuz for the rest of the life. Like, <laughs> anything that Snoop Dogg has to do with sports is just hysterical. I watched him, like, he he was doing play-by-play announcing for a Los Angeles Kings hockey game. They got into a fight, and he said, uh-oh, no, he's snapping on cuz. <laughs> Did you see him commentating the Olympics with Kevin Hart? Oh, the question, the, the, the horse, the, <laughs> the horse he's crip like, walking. Oh, he's like, oh, that horse crip walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's, he's so fucking funny. He, he clown, he's a clown. He kills me. Like, my question is, I don't know if it's just because he's like naturally funny or if he's just so high all the damn time. Little column A, little column B. I don't, I don't doubt it. Um, the last one, I'm going to be honest with you. We are up above a minute or an hour and 15 here. Um, so I don't know how in-depth you want to go with this one, but we got to touch it. Not as not as in-depth as I, as I wanted to. Uh, what, we're, what we're referring to is last Sunday, Antonio Brown walked off the field, and uh, damn, they did a little strip tease for... Uh, <laughs> for <laughs> that was a little bit more than it should have been. For, for, the, greater, uh, for the greater MetLife Stadium. Um, <laughs> Could have left the tank on. Dude, <laughs> dude you gotta pop them, gotta pop them suckers out, dude. <laughs> Free the tatas. Free the tatas, man. Come on now. He probably just, he probably just got it done with a, with a real bang up chest day. Yeah, you ain't gonna wear a bra. It's all good. Yeah, there you go. Um, but he, um, he did get done banging something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably, probably got the whole, um, the whole Buccaneers organization with COVID now. Yeah. So, uh. Toilet to seat, keep ass. you out of the dark here, um, it was leaked, and I heard this on Pat McAfee's podcast earlier today. Um, Antonio Brown had snuck an OnlyFans model, Ava Louise, Ava Louise, into the team hotel, and Ava Louise is very popular um, for licking a toilet seat during the COVID challenge. Um, he. Which she later came out to say was fake, but then again, but then again, I don't know if I believe that or not. Yeah, that's something that someone who licked a toilet would say. <laughs> so he snuck her into the hotel, and uh, like I said, heard this on Pat McAfee show. Apparently, he asked her to record them having sex on her phone, and uh, he told her, "Just wait and see what I do tomorrow." So. It almost sounds premeditated, either that or he was um, feeling good. She topped him off pretty well, and he was like, just watch and see what I do next. That's like some dirty talk. Watch Rama do to you tomorrow. Except, except he left out the you part. Watch Rama do tomorrow. 
like bit his lip, looks like, stared at her, <laughs> farted, <laughs> farted. Yeah, nothing sets the mood like a nice wet fart. <laughs> Just established dominance. But then to reel it back to reel it back in, Antonio Brown later came out and said that um, the Tampa Bay organization was overlooking an ankle injury. They were forcing him to play on a injury that he did not feel comfortable playing on. Yeah. Um. And then when he said, "I'm done. I can't do it anymore," a coach told a coach put his finger to his neck and just did like the, like the "Oh, you're cut. You're dead." So on and so forth. Do whopper. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yep. Like 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 everybody knows what I'm talking about. I did it. Like you all could fucking see me, but I know I know only fucking Sneezy McGee over here could. <laughs> She's calling Sneezy McGee. Sure did. Yeah, I had um, to sneeze. I'm sorry. But um, only human. But yeah, it's just like it, it's it's all it's all so weird. Like, yeah. it's very very weird. Like post game, Bruce Arians said, "Yeah, he's not a member of the team anymore." Well, that's not reason to fire somebody in the NFL. So they waited for him to not show up to practice, and then they caught him. Yeah. So it's like like it's all it's all very very strange. It's all very it, Antonio Brown esque. Yeah. Now there's four sides to the story. There's the Bucks. There's AB. There's the point stars, and then there's the truth. Love it. <laughs> It's like real world, <laughs> but in the real world, right? It's like real world. It's like real world in the real world. Although I don't think it's I don't I don't Antonio Antonio Brown's world is not the real world. He lived in his own world. Like my first my first thought behind that was is like oh shit he's got like CTE bad. Yeah. But now, but now hearing all the sides of the story, I'm like, this is just a fucked up situation. This is weird. Yeah, like no no other way to describe it. This is weird. But that's gonna do us do it here for us this week. Yep. Um, one heck of a show. Always enjoyed doing it. I know I look forward to doing it every uh every Friday. I think you do as well. Of course. Uh, have a lot of fun doing it. So, um, thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys want to stop back next week to hear another new sound on the soundboard. Um, just in case you forgot what this week was. This week was it. <laughs> I fucking love it. So, uh, that'll do it for me. Uh, Bobby. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Shout out Houston. Shout out H Town. Shout out H Town. See you guys. See you.